From Scrap Productions and Spider's Corner, this is Popcorn and Nerds, your favorite pop culture podcast with snacks. I'm your host, Taylor D. Adams, and today we will be reviewing season three of Netflix's Marvel's Daredevil. It's a lot of possessive nouns in the first part of that. Uh, joined, joining with me, as always, is my lovely, lovely co-host, Mark Sonic the Hedgehog Goings. <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, how are you? Not too bad. How about you, Taylor? I'm good, man. My brain's, my brain's a little mushy. Yeah? Uh, I'm learning lots of things at the new job, but, okay. uh, but good. I can tell your reaction time is a little slow. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's going to be. I'm also just a little slow, no, so no, that's no. a separate thing. Well, I'm, cute. I'm, yeah. I've, I've been drinking whiskey, so we'll see how this night goes as well. Um, and joining us, as always, again, is our sexy, sexy moderator, Jeff Shepard. Hey, Jeff. Hi. 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 <laughs> if you guys are tuning in on the stream right now, um, go ahead and leave some comments. Join in the conversation about Daredevil Season 3, and Jeff will relay them to us. Um, so, we're getting to, like I said, we're getting to Daredevil Season 3 uh, later on the episode. Um, but first, let's talk about what we're eating and drinking. Alright, so, for eating, we have Bernie Bot's Every Flavor Beans. Uh, for anyone who is unaware, they're from Harry Potter. Oh. Uh, Got it. Jelly beans. These are actually, I believe they're actually made by Jelly Belly, too. Really? Um, but, true to their name, every flavor, there are disgusting flavors in here, too. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. So, in the movie, I think Ron gets a, a bogey-flavored one. Bogey-flavored? Yeah. That's probably not that bad. Um, <laughs> and What's so, wrong with that, guys? <laughs> uh, these are because we are going to blindly... Ah! Uh, Daredevil style. Because Matt Murdock is blind. Yeah, yeah. and we're not going to be able to actually don't look at it and just eat it. <laughs> uh, don't just stare at it. Yeah, don't eat, just it. Stare at it. eat Got it. Got it. Jesus, um, you whipping out a knife for this shit? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Fuck. Oh, I, was, I, was, I thought I was getting stabbed for a second. This is my first Harry Potter related like food, beverage, and/or pretty much anything. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped about this. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, these are sometimes good, sometimes not. <laughs> I believe, uh, Dumbledore cool. also makes me really earwax flavored one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did they have earwax? The rotten... I wonder, I wonder if that tastes like anything. The rotten egg one? I don't one, think it would. The rotten egg oh, one is that. awful. Oh, That's God. Horrible. I don't know. Why are we doing uh, this? Yeah, I might just spit this out. Uh, many gr- grass? I think it's supposed to be a bad flavor, but it's actually pretty good. I was gonna... I was... That's probably not that bad. That's probably fine. Are there but, any good ones? Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones too. Alright. Uh, are they just like, are the good ones like normal ones? Like normal Jelly Belly flavors. They should be like, like Harry Potter. There's a vomit one. Uh, that's that's just gonna, that's just gonna taste familiar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know this one. I've had this before. Yeah, so don't look. Oh, Turn your head away. Oh, okay, alright. All right. Oh, Grab it and just, right just put it in your mouth. Okay. Oh, they're stuck together. It's not a good sign. Okay, I haven't chomped it yet. So. Okay, I'm chopping now. I think I'm safe. Okay. But do you know what it is? Coming through now. I don't know what it is. Blueberry? That sounds is that a thing? Simple. That is a thing. Yeah. What, what color right. was it? Woo! I don't you're, know. You're not supposed to look at it because the color gives it away a lot of times, too. Oh, right, so, oh, so just I'm t- safe. Turn your I'm head, safe. reach in. All right, I'm, I'm watching on the live stream, guys, so I don't know. Cheater! No, I put my hand in the way. That one had two together. I'm really nervous about this. It was green. It was light green. I did not take that. <laughs> 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 I think uh, it could have been vomit. No, I don't think it's vomit. Okay. Um, 
Was it grass? That's a light green one. Is it tart? No. Oh, there's a sausage one. Oh. It's oh! Not, it's not sausage. There's the, the color chart. Probably. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I wish it was sausage. Boogies! I think it was boogies. Yeah, that might have been boogies. That's that not good. You wanna oh. shake that out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it up if you want. Oh, oh. no. Jeff just ate boogies <laughs> on the podcast. Oh. My hand. Okay. Uh, that one stuck together, but they're the same one. Okay. So, if you wanna. I think you're safe. Yeah, Mark got a good one, actually. It's like tutti fruity or something? Green apple. Alright, I'm going again. Double you want to go again? Double, Double down. down. Double down. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I mean, you can... I just want you to pause so I can look at it before you pick it up. Okay. Okay, go. I'm going to look at your... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm looking at the chart. I think you're good. I'm assuming... You, you said did... that last time, too. Well, oh, yeah, it's bubblegum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy yeah. One. Okay. Candy floss is what it's called. Candy floss? That's why. What, no, if, if, if you saw a hesitation in my voice, I was like, what the fuck is candy floss? That's what it was. It's bubblegum. Bubblegum, right. folks. That's a sick four. Okay, Whoa. so we. Uh, fuck, Mark. All right. It's that, it's that kind of podcast. Yeah. Um, wow. Actually, hold on. I want to try a black pepper. Ooh, that might be good. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I bet it's just like Ooh. black licorice though. I don't know what this one is. This might be tutti free. That one? Speckle, other or, speckles. Or banana. No, it's tutti free. Alright, I'm gonna try this black pepper one. Alright, we'll get we'll get to the podcast eventually. <laughs> Maybe. That one's not great. Like it black literally pepper? tastes like black pepper, like yeah. it's crunching on black pepper, but without like the spice to it. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it tastes like it smells when you grind pepper on something. You know what we should do, though? We what? should also... Did you just pick one and just eat it? Or did you know what it was? It was pink. It was, it was pink. Ooh, someone eat earthworm. Earthworm? Earthworm. There's one called soap. Which one's it? earthworm? It's, it's red with soap. Soap's not good either. It's well, red I, with yeah. what? Red with <laughs> freckles. Red with freckles. Like those kind of freckles? Like there's like... Yep, yeah, that's earthworm. This is earthworm? Yeah. All right, here we go. I already ate the, the butter flavored one, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Taylor did black pepper. <coughs> yeah, it's got a kick on the end of it. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! I'm falling in it. Oh! Oh, it's just like, like a pill. Oh, I can't even do it! <laughs> oh, dude! Somebody else tastes that. No! Oh, oh, why would I, I want to after your reaction? I've had the black pepper. I was looking for one of the sausage ones. I'm curious. Yeah, you would. Uh, oh, let me search for that sausage. No. Um, okay, anyway, well, Mark, what are we, what are we drinking? Uh-huh. We're drinking good things, right? Yeah. And then, um, No mystery. Yeah. Whiskey. Hey! I brought Tennessee Fire, because the devil. Yeah, We're, I get it. I was trying to walk the devil out. They said no. But you don't have Fireball. Uh, I figured we didn't brought Fireball. I don't, I don't, I don't have Fireball, though. Okay. This is better. Yeah, you're right. Um, so instead we're just drinking whiskey, uh, Matt Murdock drinks his neat, and so that is how I am drinking mine. I like my whiskey neat. Click should be canceled. Freaks and geeks. <laughs> and so yeah, pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the the daring uh, blind pick for the beans, and then whiskey. That was a good choice. That was fun. So it was fun for us to watch Jeff. That yeah. was that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, uh, I take. love it. I love it. That wasn't even a hot take. I think I think there's a consensus about a lot of the stuff you had. Yeah. Um, that one was way worse than the the booger flavored one. These used to come in like a cloth bag. To mm-hmm. actually connect, you see uh, when you reach in. Uh, uh, and that seems like, less wasteful too. And they're like, well, yeah, because I still use those cloth bags. Yeah. They're like, 
Uh, that costs too much money to actually For my other jelly beans, yeah. I keep around with me. Yeah. I keep my uh, tokens for box You're like, uh, What's the dude from, uh, from, from Hook? Oh, uh, who lost his marbles. marbles. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Um, it's like that guy. Like that guy. Toodles, I think his name is. Yeah, Toodles? I'm going to look this up. You guys go. Go on. for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that is the snack. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm going to keep nibbling on these, but I'm going right. to try and get good ones. Yeah, go for it. Um, for those of you guys watching the live stream right now, we're about to dive into just what we've been getting into this week. So if you guys have any suggestions for us or anything you want our opinion on, go ahead and throw it in there and we'll get to it. Um, Mark, hey, what bro. did you get into this week? So, um, watched a couple new things. Um, there's a new season of Sword Art Online that started uh, called Alicization is what they're calling this season, I guess. Hmm. And it's like lightly inspired by Alice in Wonderland. Um, okay. There are some similarly named characters, and one of the main characters' name is Alice. Um, and she's taken away by these, like, holy knights from the city, whatever. Um, it's interesting. Sword Art Online was really good in its, like, first season and a half. And it was mediocre after that. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of seems to be continuing that. It's still fun to watch, uh, but I, so I've been watching that. Uh, I started Hilda on Netflix. It's another animated series. Mm -hmm. uh, the art style and animation kind of reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically this little girl who grew up in the wilderness with her mom, like they had a, a house just out removed from everything. Yeah. Uh, so she grew up in nature, sketching and playing with crazy creatures and wildlife and things, uh, and is forced to move to the city. And it's how she adapts to the city, and then like the fantastic creatures she meets in the city as well, uh, and the friends she makes there. So it's it's interesting. It's a cute little show. Um, and then game wise, I Dragalia Lost, that damn Nintendo uh, mobile game that I had talked about before. Oh right. Um, I'm playing a lot of that actually. They they had a couple different events for the game. Mm -hmm. uh, one pre Halloween, and then one that was actually a Halloween event that's still going on. Um, so I just keep logging in to play that and leveling up my characters. One of my good friends plays it as well, so I talk with him a lot about it a lot. Uh, in a group chat that I'm in with him and his brother. His brother does not play. He tells us to shut up, nerds, because <laughs> we just talk about that. Um, he's just mad because his phone doesn't have enough space to play the game. Uh, so, but no, that's good. Uh, that's mainly what I've gotten into, other than watching Daredevil, obviously, uh, this, this past week. I did think it was interesting, and we can talk about this too, yeah. real quick, the the news, all the canceled Marvel shows. Yes, so um, big time. Uh, for those of you who have not noticed or have not heard, um, both Iron Fist and Luke Cage have been canceled uh, by Marvel and Netflix. Um, so there's a lot of speculation as to why that is. Some speculate that Disney is cutting that tie so that they can then put their own interpretation of the show on their streaming platform. Mm -hmm. And others are just simply saying that it, it's, it's canceled, or they're like Netflix and Marvel are working on something else to tie the two together, and yeah. that will be the new thing. But that's Heroes for Hire has right. been a, a popular theory that's been thrown around, mm -hmm. um, which that kind of is how the most recent season of Luke Cage kind of went. Yeah, and we talked about that with Pat Junior a bit. Yeah, um, shout out Pat Junior. Yeah, um, so we talked with him about that, and so that that's potentially one avenue. But the other thing is, both these shows were like TVMA uh, on Netflix, and I believe Disney said that's what I don't. I, that's or, what I don't understand is so these would be like why this Disney streaming platform. I mean, 
that the the statement or the fact that Disney streaming platform is not going to have mature content on it, like it doesn't surprise me. But at the same, but if you think about it in terms of the content that everyone else is pushing out, like why the hell wouldn't you? Especially yeah. when you got properties that you own that They're can be doing well. Yeah, for those audiences, exactly. Like, I don't know if they think they could do it better in a more family-friendly format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm a little confused by it. And I think it is just they're slowly breaking ties with Netflix to have these things all brought back in-house. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm curious if, like, now that Daredevil Season 3 is over, if they'll say, oh, well, Daredevil's canceled now, too. Yeah. Um, and if they'll just slowly kind of axe them until it's all done and they've severed ties completely with netflix i don't know yeah. if that's what's going to happen or if they're like okay netflix like you've had to run with these you can like hold on to daredevil which i would say arguably has been the most successful yeah of the, and the also shows. does this do anything for the defenders like are we getting another season of defenders yeah. ever or you know are any future iterations of daredevil or jessica jones going to have luke cage or where they uh, cross over yeah, and, crossover. Yeah. i mean you've already built that universe so it's like now what yeah, so I don't I don't know exactly what the game plan is if they're going to try and tie them back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe more. Yeah. Uh, because they loosely exist in the same universe where they yeah. like make mentions of the movies, kind of, sort of. And honestly, um, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, where let them have their contained. own little world, but still exist within the broader scheme of things. And so I'm wondering if like the, the purpose of bringing these all back in house is just to build the entire Marvel universe back because they they're getting X Men back with the closed deal with Fox. Yeah. Um, the only thing they're really missing is Spider Man, and Sony's playing ball with them on that. So yeah. they've had some uh, good content coming from that with uh, Tom Holland Spider Man mm-hmm. being in the MCU. Um, so yeah, so I don't know exactly what their end game is. Uh, I guess we won't know until it happens. But it was interesting because when I heard Iron Fist, they canceled that first. I was like, okay, like duh, like Iron Fist, <laughs> like season two was much better than the first season, but the first season was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, just generally. I think it, I think it, it for me it was so bad. I had very little interest in even the, continuing the to second see season. This. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Um. But no, the second season itself was actually pretty good, uh, comparatively, mm-hmm. and then they were like, oh, well, it's done. Um, so yeah, but Luke Cage was good for both seasons. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, so that's why I was kind of confused that that was axed too, so I think that it does point to them bringing that back in-house. Yes, yeah, I gotcha. Um, but Je- yeah. Jeff, uh, what did you get into this week? You said you had something new to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah, I figured I should probably not talk about Jessica Jones for the I mean, you can if you want me. I can. So we we did finish it. Okay. Um, And yeah, I I liked it. It was good. Um, But uh, we we started watching, uh, trending with the watching things that I've seen most of already. Mm -hmm. Uh, Started watching True Blood again. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Have you seen True Blood? Yes. Look, so, okay, first of all. Season one, pretty fine. Mm -hmm. After that, what are we doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, after that, it's like just what like, are you, you doing? Got, like you got all the different like mythical creatures coming in, and it's like no, and they're all just... and they're all fucking and killing each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, well, yeah. that's what the whole show's about, right? Um, but Fuck, no, it, fucking and kill. It uh, it reminded Explicit me. content. It reminded me of my one of my favorite all time characters in almost any TV series. Edward. No. <laughs> oh. Damn. Okay. Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Nelson Ellis uh, is the guy that, that, that played it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately, he passed away last year. I didn't hear um, about that. But 
Yeah, oh my god, he's so good. Yeah, he's really it's funny in that role. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah he's like, awesome. And whoever wrote that character too, like, <laughs> just it's amazing. Like they yeah. did such a good job. Um, the weird thing about me with True Blood was like I think so. It's first season was I think my senior year of college, mm -hmm. and. When I got my like first apartment, like outside of college, I was like, I had a pretty good job lined up. I was like, look it, I'll get the HBO cable package. <laughs> and I was like, I hear True Blood's really good because it's first year it won like a bunch of Emmys and oh, yeah, yeah. one. So, and I watched it, and this, I, I watched the whole second season. I was like, what the what? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I pay an extra for? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're we're about halfway through season two now. Um, okay. And so I, I think I've seen all the way through season two. I'm pretty sure. Sarah hasn't seen, I think we're getting into the part where she's like, just now hasn't seen any of it. Right. So it's, it's at least to her. How are there? Yeah, seven. There's a lot I think seasons. there's seven. Um, so I'm at like, I'm, seven, seven. I already know, like I already know what's going to happen at least for now. Like, and I know it gets bad. So like, yeah. I'm not going to be disappointed with where it's going. Um, so I am excited to see where it goes past what I already know. Um, so I don't know, we'll see. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's that's what I got for you. Cool. Taylor, how about you? What have you been watching, reading, um, doing? Dude, not not a whole lot really, because I feel like my week my week has been super condensed because the last episode we filmed was on a Wednesday, um, and then Daredevil didn't come out until Friday. But then I was Weekend also I was also on the road working, and so I didn't really get. Uh, a lot of time to check out anything else, but, um, and you took some awesome notes. Yes. <laughs> I was taking notes, uh, through my different watches of Daredevil. Oh, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> jumped out of there. This silly just literally jumped out of the bag <laughs> into Jeff's mouth. And now he's, that... what'd you get? <laughs> I, I was like, I need to, like, I still can taste that. <laughs> earthworm. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, no, I grabbed the tutti frutti. And oh, okay, it's trying to clean, yeah, cleanse the palate. Pal yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't get into a whole lot else other than Daredevil. Um, but I have picked back up into um, uh, the Haunting of Hill House, mm -hmm. um, and I just got through episode six, so I'm a little more than halfway done. And episode six is a fucking masterpiece. Like that's what I've heard. Like I there is it. there is a close to the first shot of the show is about a 20 minute long take. And then the next shot is about an 11 minute long take. And then as, as the episode progresses, the shots get shorter and shorter. But like the way they choreograph everything with camera movements and all the actors is just, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Um, and it's also one of those things that, like I mentioned before on the show, doesn't, uh, it, jump scares are not a crutch. Yeah. Like it generally goes for uns, like, unsettling situations and horror of like you know oh there's this image of a ghost or whatever in the back music. in the background of a shot the yeah. entire time and there's no mention of it like that's the kind of shit they're doing with it that's the two things i've heard is that one people are like let's find all the ghosts in the show and it like, is kind of fun to do like, that yeah picking them out and the other thing is just episode six specifically people have called out as being like mastercraft yeah it's it's unreal like um like i think the instances in which I can really think of it were probably the uh, first season of True Detective. I think about the fifth or sixth episode in, there was a, a long take, of, like, <laughs> a long take of an action sequence that was like went through, like the camera goes th through a drug den, then out a window, and then like up, just up into the air, and it was kind of crazy. And then Daredevil season one, really good action long the takes. hallway, yeah, the hallway scene, amazing. Um, so anyway, just a, kind of just a. a 
from a technical standpoint, really extremely impressive. And also, the episode in general is a very nice episode. Nicely put together episode. It's a depressing as fuck show, but it's a nicely put together. Um, and I think uh, I think that's about it for me. Um, Mark, do you have any uh, any video game news for us? I do. We need theme music for uh, Mark's video game news. I hear that. Yeah, I, I, I hear like like eight bit yeah like chip tunes. Yeah. Um, Devil May Cry Five. Um, there are a few uh, currently Japan only collectors editions that have been announced that are crazy expensive. They are five point three k. For one, these are all come with like cosplay outfits, basically, like the jackets of the characters. So the first one, the cheapest one, is a new character uh, named V, and it's the cheapest because his jacket is just like a vest. Mm -hmm. uh, so That's you, not a jacket. You, you get the vest. You, you don't get, even get know, arms. I know. It's a deep V. Uh, <laughs> deep V. <laughs> and then the next one is Nero's. Uh, he was the hero of Devil May Cry 4. Um... Which is six point six thousand dollars. So which one are you getting? None of them. New job. New job. Let's go. Bring it. Bring just, it. Uh, just make it. Rain. His his is a jacket, but it's missing uh, one of the sleeves from the elbow down. His right arm, because that's where his devil arm was. So the jacket's ripped off there. Yeah, you you gotta have room. You know, uh, for your devil, devil arm. arm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. See, he gets it. Um, and then the final one is Dante, uh, the traditional hero of the Devil May Cry series, uh, at $8,000 for the collector's edition. Uh, and it's a full jacket, uh, like red leather jacket. Um, I mean, it looks pretty sweet, but it's so expensive. Yeah. Um, fans of the series will buy them. It is Japan only right now, like I said. No, they will. Really? Yeah. There were people that bought, well, it's like, a car, I mean, so it was more useful. Fans. But yeah, well, yeah. Um, when Final Fantasy XV came out, uh, they actually partnered with Audi to design the car in the game, mm -hmm. um, and they made one of them. Like, actually physically made one of the cars. Um, and it was, like, stupid expensive, and yeah, someone actually bought it. Um... Well, I see one of, like... Yeah. But, like, this is, like, a collector's edition that, like... But it's not, it's like not it's, mass produced. It's well, still limited. Yeah. But, uh, but collector's edition to me sounds like somebody that likes to collect things yeah. needs to have this. And eight thousand dollars says to me, I don't need to have that. Yeah. Uh, I'll buy the box and then I'll I'll make my own jacket. <laughs> um, so that that was pretty intense. But that came out this week. Uh, the the news of that. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Starlink. I talked about it briefly on yes. uh, the podcast last week. Yes. I talked about how to buy all the, the toys that go with it, the physical toys, it's like an additional $170. Well, people have done a price point comparison because apparently you can get all the content that those toys have in them right. with the digital deluxe edition of the game for $80. Hacks. So all the ships, all the weapons, all the pilots... $80 instead of the like 250 I think it costs to buy them physically. Um, That's crazy. And so people are like, why? Why, um, why though? Yeah. Not houseway. Like, I understand, I guess it makes sense in the fact that you're getting like physical things, mm -hmm. but like that much cost discrepancy is a little confusing. 
Uh, especially since I've heard some of the functionality is iffy with the actual physical pieces. Uh, sometimes it doesn't read well or reads the wrong way, things like that. Um, where the digital one, you can literally just go into a menu and swap it out without having to actually like pull a piece off a toy and put a new one on. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, and this is one of the first times actually where the digital content for the same thing has been at like a discounted rate. Because that's one of the things people complain about a lot is that, oh, if I buy a digital copy of a game, it's still $60. Or I can go to the store, pay $60 and get it, and then I actually have Physical. a copy of the game. Um, and so this is an instance where we see that's actually cheaper, uh, which, which is interesting. And I'm wondering if things are going to start moving that way. Uh, I've mentioned before, it looks like companies are starting to tinker with games as software as a service. Uh, where you don't actually buy the game, you buy like time with the game or whatever. They release updates, they release content, but it's just like as you're, you pay as you go kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, subscription based stuff. Which is interesting, because that's like with the streaming stuff in Japan, where like Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the Switch are only available to be streamed to the console. You can't actually download it, mm -hmm. or there's no physical copies of it. Um, so it's, it's interesting, and... Again, we talked about the Microsoft Xbox Cloud, uh, and they're streaming everything that way too, and uh, the next few years will be interesting to see how everything kind of shakes out for the industry as a whole. Um, but yeah, it's interesting there with the Starlink thing. Um, and then Spider-Man, onto Spider the next topic. I don't remember I if it's like the fourth episode. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I, I felt bad about Jessica Jones. <laughs> we talked about Sea of Thieves for like eight episodes. That's true. That's true. So. Well, we Inclu that back, including that. We should play again. Yeah, yeah we should. We should. Um, Spider-Man, I, I think I mentioned it back when it first came out, this Puddlegate, where people were pissed about the original trailer that was shown off and then the gameplay release trailer. Where the puddles didn't look as good as they did in the trailer. Oh, shut the fuck people up. People were complaining that the it was dumbed down from the original uh, vision of the thing and whatever. Um, it's fucking stupid and people are Weird. dumb. But Weird that a cinematic trailer doesn't uh, match the gameplay trailer. What? But, well, no, the gameplay trailer, it was like the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like that same scene. And it did look different. But it still looks good. And that's why like, it just didn't look as good as that original trailer. But whatever. Um... Insomniac has taken it in stride, and there's a photo mode in the game, which is fantastic. Uh, like, people have been going nuts with that. Uh, but they added puddle stickers, and they actually took a screenshot of that scene where they just had the stickers in place of where the actual puddles were, and it's like little cartoony puddles. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought that was very tongue-in-cheek, uh, and like they, they're acknowledging it, but then they also don't care. They're like, hey, here's some stickers. This looks just even worse uh, than what we originally showed. So uh, on top of that, the new game plus mode is out now. And uh, the City That Never Sleeps DLC should be out soon. I think it's supposed to be this month. So it should be, uh, if it wasn't released yesterday, maybe next week uh, on Tuesday. Um, I did some snooping on the Final Fantasy car. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. I was very interested in this. Intrigued. Uh, first of all, it's, it's like their their primo supercar. Yeah. Um, it was nuts. 
Yeah, so it's that the uh, Audi R8, which, by the way, if I had won the Mega Million lottery, yeah. I would have <laughs> bought this car because uh, I really like this car. Uh, the Final Fantasy it's, one? No, 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 no. It's so th this is the this is the Iron Man Audi is what right. it actually is. Yes. Right. Like, come on, Final Fantasy Iron Man got there first. Um, no, it was price tagged at uh, I think it was four hundred and seventy thousand uh, dollars, and you had to enter a lottery to be given the chance to buy the car yeah. because there was only one, and they wanted to kind of try and be fair. Um, I did, I did like. So I found this article on Kotaku, yeah, uh, and I really liked the uh, the very last sentence of it. It says. Uh, it does not come with a copy of Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, come on! Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it. it did come with, like, a plaque, like, talking about how uh, the car manufacturer worked with, uh, mm -hmm. like, the, the nation. Uh, and I already forgot what the country was called in the game, because uh, I played it when it came out, and I haven't played it since. I need to go back. Uh, there's a bunch of DLC. I can probably find it for you. Insomnia? Yeah, Insomnia. I mean, like, it, it has Insomnia on the front license plate, Yeah, so I assume that's what it is. Um, so, yeah, so uh, that's a very cool collector's edition, one of a kind. Um, very expensive, though. Um, my wallet will never be that deep. Except, can I just be honest? Like, and then we can get off this topic, yeah. but literally this, it just looks like, like, it's not a unique thing. It's not like the car is unique. This is exactly what the car normally looks like. I'll post a link to this in the chat. The um, the wheels are different? The wheels are different, but, like, And then I think the, interior, the interior... Uh, this doesn't have any interior photos. It's got, like, some, like, weird, like, kind of, like... Etching on it, too. Paisley? Yeah, like, almost paisley. But, like, overall, they did not really design the car. Like, it's like a, it's like a fancy paint job. I mean, people are gonna buy that shit. No, I mean, I... Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm just saying, yeah. like... Um, it's like baseball whatever. weather. It, it's still sweet. Yeah. But. Miss uh, me with that coming up. Yeah. Miss me with that $470,000 price tag. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I had was Extra Life. Yes. Um, please talk about that. Everyone pay attention. Yeah. Be, extra a, good, life. be a good person. Um, so again. Text them Extra Life. Yeah. We, we've, I've talked about this for the past couple weeks now. Do it for um, the kids. Yeah. For the kids. That's actually their hashtag. FTK. Um. It is. It's a fantastic event. I support uh, with my donations. They all go to Duke's Children's Hospital uh, here locally. Fantastic work they're doing out there. 100% of the donations go to the hospital to make sure that kids can get the surgery uh, and supplies and everything that they need to make sure that that's the least of their concerns. How many years have you been doing this? This will be my fifth year. Woo! Uh, you have metal. You get medals for uh, certain amounts of donations. Um, and so two years I've uh, broken $500, so I got uh, their like silver medal. Um, and then I get the t-shirts every year too when I'm eligible for those. Uh, but this is, I guess, on the slightly more selfish side, I'm fourth place on my team. I don't want to lose to some of the people that are ahead of me. Uh... <laughs> So if you could help out, maybe for that too. Uh, How many people are on your team? Is it four? Or like are you four? No, four? no, no. We okay. have okay, okay. post marks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do, you have, do you have an individual link? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, there's a donor. And we have to help Mark. Mark has yeah, to win, Mark. and the and the kids, and the kids. <laughs> but but if, for the kids. If I win, the kids win. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we're already about to beat our team goal. But if Mark uh, doesn't win, the kids still win because I, I still okay, have okay, raised okay, a good a good amount. I'm just, yeah, I want to beat my goal from last year. Uh, 
the goal I set last year is the same that I set this year because I didn't quite hit the goal. I hit like uh, 90% of it. I mm -hmm. fell just short. Um, but donations are running past the game day because we're not actually participating on the official game day. Uh, our game day will be this Saturday. Uh, if you want to tune into that, it'll be up on my Twitch channel. And we'll have some uh, other people in the house streaming as well. And um, yeah, it'll be a good time. But any time past that, you can still donate as well. Uh, just my bragging rights will be diminished uh, if it's not by game day. So um, yeah, it's just it's fantastic cause. Uh, I've been happy to participate each of the five years that I've been doing it. The team has been doing it for six years. Uh, and they keep bringing in new members. I think this year... We're slated to have 22 people in the house. Woo! Uh, not everyone signed up for the team uh, for donations. Some people just donate to other team members. Uh, or we have a couple people who sign up as a team together themselves uh, through our team. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's good. I'll be playing lots of stuff with that. Mostly I'll be playing uh, action-adventure type games on PS4. So probably Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, because I need to finish that, and uh, God of War, because I need to finish that also. And then on the Switch, uh, lots of RPGs, actually. Uh, Undertale came out on the Switch. I want to play that. I've heard nothing but good things about oh, that cool. on, uh, yeah, I've heard good things about them. on PC. Um, the World Ends With You, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, maybe some Super Mario Odyssey. And I did say I would play some Super Mario Party and get everyone mad at each other. <laughs> we should absolutely do that. We, we, uh, we played it at our work uh, it's this past time. Friday. Uh, and we had like one of our work happy hours. And it was like one of the best attended happy hours just because <laughs> we were playing Mario Party. Yep. I know several people in the house are going to have their Switches and Mario Party. So we might even be able to get some multi-Switch Mario Party going. Because um, there's different functionality when you have multiple Switches set up. Uh, but definitely, I, I should not have any trouble finding four people to hop on, or three others to hop on and play with me uh, through a couple rounds of that. And like I said, get upset with each other, because that's what happens when you play Mario Party. <laughs> uh, you'll be winning, and then you'll get to the end, and then damn bonus stars. And then, you, you. And then you lose. Um, but no, it's, good, it's a good time. Uh, if you can't donate or don't sure. want to... I was like, if you can't donate or don't want to, uh, tune in. Cheer us on. It is a 24-hour gaming marathon. Uh, when there's crowd participation, you it's stream, easier yeah. to stay awake. You stream, yeah. I stream most of it, yeah. yeah. A lot of times, uh, I try to, but for bandwidth concerns, because a lot of times they're playing online multiplayer games where they need the bandwidth, they'll ask me to stop during those times. Uh, but for the most part, I try to keep that up and running uh, the entire night. Especially in the later hours when most people have kind of fallen asleep and not everyone's online. Uh, that's when I have like peak streaming privileges. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good time. I'll be sleep deprived uh, the following day. Because I normally stay up. Uh, I get up that morning at normal time. We start at noon. Go to noon the next day. And then I stay up until normal bedtime. So I'm up for like 40 hours. You get loopy when you're up for that long. Like, you're not meant to stay awake that long. Yeah. Um, but it's for a good cause, and I do it once a year. Uh, so I have fun with it. So, yeah, tune in if you can't donate, if you can donate. Uh, but, yeah, it's all appreciated. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yep, we got a, we got a link to donate uh, in the comments section, and then also a link to his uh, Twitch channel to check it out um, when he is streaming. So. Yeah. And if you're listening on the podcast, we'll put a link to the uh, donation. Zzz. 
Link to the donations in the show notes below. <laughs> um, well, yeah. it is also 100% tax deductible if you're into that kind of thing. Hey, you're going to save money. Um, by spending money. By spending money. Anyway. But it's for the kids. But it's for the yeah. kids. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our full review of Daredevil Season 3. I used to listen to people asking for help. That's what I was trying to do, was help people. But I was fooling myself. Darkness only responds to darkness. I'm Daredevil. Prison has changed me. What is it you're saying? I want to make a deal. He's claiming to have changed, but they don't know him like I do. The last time that we spoke, you threatened me. That is something that I cannot forgive. I'll stop him for good this time. There's only one way to stop me, but you're not going to do it. You sure about that? Just be careful that you don't become the monster. Because I've tried to make this city a better place. I will tell the world who you really are. Someone who's now showing his true colors. Sometimes you have to hurt one person for the greater good. The city needs a new villain. I think I might have found him. Daredevil is our true public enemy. According to eyewitnesses, the brutal attack has been carried out by none other than... Daredevil. A man blinded by toxic waste, which also enhances his remaining senses, fights crime as an acrobatic martial arts superhero. That's the synopsis for Daredevil starring Ben Affleck, Jennifer Gardner, Colin Farrell, and Michael Duncan. <laughs> no! But we're not talking about that today, even no. though we do feature Kingpin and Bullseye and Daredevil in the newest season but of Marvel's, Netflix, Netflix's Marvel's Daredevil. <laughs> Colin uh, Farrell, I think that's why I have such an aversion to him, because that Bullseye was so fucking bad. <laughs> Uh, we were having this conversation sorry. earlier, like, look, I was I was a kid when it came out, and it was stupid fun, so I enjoyed it. And Mark's like, that, that movie came out in high school, and I was like, yeah, but I was a sophomore. I don't know shit exactly. when I was a sophomore in high school. Come on. Anyway, we're not talking about that today. We're talking about something much, much better. Uh, Mark, overall thoughts on season three of Daredevil. Netflix is Marvel's Daredevil. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> Carol Ever. I'm not gonna end there. I'm just um I think this season was better than season two. Uh which I actually liked season two. A lot of people didn't. Um or not as much as season one. Me, I'm one of those people. Yeah. So I would rank these still season one, then three, then two. Um I feel like the stakes are a little bit higher this time, it feels like, but a lot of the mystery is gone. Uh, that, that there was in the previous seasons. Um, 
and a lot of the same like progression happens uh which we'll get into more when we get into like the spoiler filled portion of it uh, but i felt it was a little formulaic uh but still overall very enjoyable i still i mean i sat down and watched it in like two sittings uh just to to crush it out over the weekend so we could be prepared for the podcast today um but yeah no it's still good the cast is fantastic uh Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, just he yep. he crushes it. Yep. Um, and the Kingpin's kind of he's just an interesting villain, um, because he wants to and thinks he's doing good, but going about it the wrong way. But he knows it is, but then he kind of has to. And I don't know, like he some of his motivations are very muddled, but at the same time, like he does want things to be better. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um. And then he's just really awkward, too. Uh, <laughs> in season one, it bothered me a little bit just how awkward he was in the role. But then, like, that's his version of the Kingpin, and he's kept it going kind of all along. Um, and so I think that still shows through in this season, and it's it's grown on me. Um, but yeah, I think all the cast did fantastically. Um yeah, it was overall enjoyable. I liked it. Uh, like I said, I still think season one is probably the best season. Uh, then this season, and then two behind that a little bit. Gotcha. How about you, Taylor? How do you feel about it? Um, well, because Jeff's Jeff's here. Uh, <laughs> because Jeff's here. If I if I had to give uh, this season three a fraction rating, yes, I will give it. it I will give it twelve thirteenths. Twelve. Th- so. 12 out of 13 stars? Uh, Does that no, mean like, that's one, that's a fraction. This is where, like, one uh-huh. is, like, 100%. Uh-huh. So, 12 thirteenths. So, yeah. it's one thirteenth away from, from being, being a one. Okay. So, was it, there was so, also 13 episodes. That is why. So, there was one episode that, that you... Yes, that is exactly why I'm giving you okay. that rating. Um, we can get uh, into that uh, once we get into spoilers, but... You all right? Yeah, I'm this. Oh, you're grabbing the jelly bean guy? Yeah. Okay, cool. He doesn't want to go blind. <laughs> he doesn't want to go blind. No, yeah, no, no, no mistakes. No mistakes. Go. Whatever this Use one your is. Oh, sensible. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What I is it? What that is. I think you're safe. I don't think you're safe. What did he get? I think. Vomit. No, I'm good. Uh, Tutti Fruity? No. Wait, I thought, what color? That was, I thought that was pink, wasn't it? It's speckled. It's pink, pink and speckled. It's speckled? So there's like, like I think it's just the Tutti Are you blind? Yeah, I guess three. Well, well, like, that one looked way more. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna grab. Small. I'm just gonna grab one too. Yes. But I'm gonna look at it. No. no. Oh no, that's gotta be bad. <laughs> what is <laughs> dirt? It's probably dirt. See, that's so, what that's these jelly beans are awesome. Is that dirt? Either dirt or it's sausage. Mark, eat the sausage. <laughs> eat the sausage. <laughs> oh god. Hope it's oh, dirt. Don't eat it. Hope it's dirt. Sausage is way better than the earthworm. Sausage dirt. <laughs> It's dirt. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> it's dirt. It's yeah. not bad. All right. Uh, Somebody else needs to try the, the, the earthworm. <laughs> no. Just so you can feel better. Pass. Uh, I feel like you're chewing it to it. It's like, the texture is like, oh, if I was eating an earthworm, this would be like, oh, God. That's not good. Ugh. I don't want that. Um, so, yeah, I'll give it 12-13s. Um, I thought it was extremely solid. Um, there were a ton of really well-crafted moments in this whole in this whole season. Um, I mean, it's not... It's not perfect, obviously. Um, I thought there were things that I was a little bit confused by. Um, I did, however, like uh, like this look into uh, Bullseye. 
um, the creation of Bullseye. You're looking at me weird, but I know you're trying to figure out what jelly bean you ate. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, I do like this kind of look into the creation of Bullseye. Um, so that was pretty neat, and how you take a look. I mean, it's not a spoiler, but because Bullseye's in the show, but it, it does a good job of taking a look at like how he came to be who His he is. His backstory, exactly. And, you know. um, a lot of really Not good, a lot of a lot of really good technical elements, including a scene we'll get into in spoilers. That was an eleven minute long take, which was outstanding. Um, really, overall, really really well choreographed uh, fight sequences. I like a lot of the parallel parallels between the story in the fictional world of Daredevil and you know what's going on in the world now. I thought that was there's was, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. there's a ton of that. Um, yeah, I, I just I just really enjoyed. It. Like I was so I think after the first episode or two i just thought to myself i was like i'm so glad this show is back just because <laughs> <laughs> i mean iron fist get out of here luke cage <laughs> luke cage is fun and i do enjoy it but i think from like a technical standpoint like i think what i thought it was is like daredevil daredevil the season the series on netflix is to me like it doesn't necessarily fit into a genre or a style it just is a, a dramatic show that happens to feature superheroes that where their superpowers aren't that like extravagant, which I think is cool. When you deal with Jessica Jones, the style of that show is like a film noir, like it's a detective show. And then Luke Cage is kind of this like uh, shout out to like black exploitation, like modern black cinema. And then Iron Fist is garbage. So it's like <laughs> when you have when that came out and Daredevil come back out, I was just like, man, I'm so glad the show is back. Um, this is really I'm nice different. Too. I'm different. Really well-crafted <laughs> show. Um, so, yeah, I think that was it um, as far as overall thoughts. And Jeff hasn't seen it, but Jeff doesn't mind spoilers. No, I don't mind spoilers. But I do want to, I, like, I really want to start keeping track of the fractions that we're giving. <laughs> not, not just for my own satisfaction, <laughs> but 12 out of 13, like... I mean, this might be the best rating you've given anything that we've reviewed so far, and that's like really shocking. Well, when to me. we started the fractions, what about the emojis well, for Maniac? Yeah, but I feel like I feel like twelve out of thirteen was better than I forget what emoji you gave it. It was four emojis. Well, the emojis, the emojis was different because it's yeah. like it's giving it's giving uh, the show a personality based off emojis, not necessarily like yeah. a numerical rating. Yeah. I feel like the stuff we give a numerical ratings to. Has just come into fruition over the past couple episodes. Yeah. So, but but I'm just saying, like, like so if yes. You, if you has Daredevil like, been better than P Predator? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> has well, it been, hands down. Has it been better than uh, what the fuck else have we watched? See, I've forgotten Venom. Yeah, definitely better than yeah, Venom. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so Venom was just a little bit above Predator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, but. All that, all that saying, Jeff doesn't mind the spoilers because uh, he's one of those people that if he suspects something, he'll, he'll Google it and try to affirm his, one of those uh, terrible his suspicions. Yeah. I, I don't have you probably go to bookstores and read the last page of the book. I don't read. Which a character does in Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? All right, I am starting the official note section of... Fractions. Rankings I like it. Via uh, fractions. I like, I like it. And look, you guys don't have to keep the. I mean, like twelve out of thirteen. I don't expect everything to be out of thirteen. I think it's like, a very no. creative way to like rank it. It's like you have to rank series. it zero to one in fractions. It's fine. It's fine. I rank this three quarters, two thirds. So all right, there you go. <laughs> um, so I, I think that it was just nice to see this show back, really, um, because 
I feel like we laid a, we laid a long time in between them, but it's probably because we're binging them. So yeah. and it just seems like it's a lot longer between the two. Um, if these were weekly, then yeah, wouldn't be as much. Yeah, it wouldn't be as much. Um, uh, a couple introductions to new characters outside of like um, heroes or like villains with names, recognizable names. Yeah. For the most part, I thought they were welcome performances, welcome additions to this kind of Daredevil universe we're working with. Um, In my notes, like I'm like, oh, there's this new person. Like what? And then, like, as why it, do you sound so fucking basic? Then, yeah. Why does your note taking like, voice sound like, so basic? What? Like what? what? <laughs> Accidental. That's not what it actually says. Prove, prove it. Uh, where at the top? Yeah. Where's like what? New character. Once new character? Question mark. Yeah. And <laughs> that's how it reads. Like as it goes through, I'm like, okay, well this person is getting better now. Okay, I actually care about this person now. Like, uh, starting yeah. out though, I was like, who the fuck? Like, yeah. That's good. That's good character. I get it. I get it. I mean, you're like, I don't stranger danger. I don't yeah. know you. Like, I'm like you, you know, know what's happening? You're not important. Get out of here. Get out of my superhero. Shows. Um, I really hope that this doesn't become like a casualty of this whole Disney thing because this show really should live on Netflix, yeah. like with how tastefully violent it is in a way. Um, and also, I thought this was a really good. I think of the stories of all the seasons, I felt like this one had the best story. Um, I think I still did enjoy season one more. Yeah. Um, from like an, an introductory and spectacle standpoint, um, but I think like yeah. I think story standpoint, I like this season a lot. Um, so yeah, but uh, I mean, there's not we ha we pretty much have to get into spoilers because there's just so much going on. Yeah. Um, but all the performances super well. Charlie Cox, big fan. Deborah Wall, Deborah Wall knocks it out of the park. I think she's like kind of flies under the radar for a lot of things, but I think she really does a just a fantastic job with the roles she has been given. Mm -hmm. um, I've got issues with some other people, but we can get into that. We can get into that in spoilers for sure. Um, so and, we're talking about that. And Do Char we want to Charlie Cox? Like it still blows my mind that he, he has a British British, accent. British accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these Brits, man, they can they can they can fake that American accent yeah, real well. Yeah, talked about it. Yeah, just so much better than an American can do yeah. a British yeah. accent. Oh, like, yeah. It's not even fair. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It doesn't. The other way around is always terrible. Yep. Yeah. And maybe slightly offensive. One hundred percent offensive. <laughs> Isn't it? Blowguns. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, spoilers. spoilers. Sorry, can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word. New character? What? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ray. Ray. I thought Actually, the same way. Rahul Nadim? Yeah, it's uh, Rahul. Rahul, it's Rahul. Um, so yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, oh, who's this guy? But I'm like, okay, where are we going? I was like, going this on? is going to be just another fucking, like, stupid cop, FBI detective who gets in the way of everything and then eventually comes to his senses. And he, he kind of was, but kind of wasn't. But it was, it was interesting, though. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, this shit again. Yeah. And I, th I think from the get-go, like, introduced to a new character, my first thought when I'm introduced to a new character inside of any of these, like, kind of, like, Marvel TV shows is like, okay, who's this guy in the comic, like, what's his, what's his superhero name or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I felt he was kind of a welcome character. He was just a normal guy with 
human problems. And yeah. like, that's what the show tries to convey too, is like just the human problems of all these, all these individuals and his struggle to like, uh, be more effective and successful at his job to provide for his family, you know, um, both with his immediate family and then like his extended family with helping his sister and sister law yeah. with cancer. Um, so, and I was like, okay, and we got, all right, we're seeing his background. I'm like, okay, where are we, like, what's, what's going on? Where are we going? And then when he meets Wilson this, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Like, every character pretty much in this season has some kind of moral conflict. There's definitely, like, you know, let the devil out. Like, that whole, the whole theme is very, like, religious, and people are fighting against their natures a lot in this season. Letting the devil out. Um, oh, shit. No, what I'm gonna do. So, uh, if you can't, you can't see. I'm just opening the Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire. I'm just doing a splash and everybody, splashing everybody. Um, but no, yeah, I think with the the new character and actually, again, in my notes as it progresses through, I was like, this is gonna be just another useless person who gets in the way uh, and causes issues. And then, like as that progressed, I was like, okay, yeah, they fucking suck. And then it gets down to like that the turning point, and I was mm-hmm. like oh, shit. I was like, well, they were getting in the way, but, like, that's explained. Uh, and it's, like, institutionalized. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. That was that made me think, like, a bit more of it. Because normally it's like, yeah, in these uh, superhero movies or shows, there's always the cops who are like, you're a vigilante. You can't just go do whatever you want. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to get in your way. Like, I'm just a roadblock. Yeah. And then eventually they come to terms with them. They're like, oh, you saved my family or you did something for me. I understand you now. Go do what you got to do. And so I was just expecting that progression. Right. Uh, and we got something a little different. We did. Um, yeah, so picking up where like where Matt Murdock left off was the whole um, oh, Defenders, Defenders, Defenders yeah. series about that giant fucking building collapsing and he being on the bottom of it. But the last thing we see is that he's um, in a bed with bandages on and someone named Maggie is being called for him. Um, enter first issue for me. Um, I, like, Sister Maggie being there as a character, fine. I think there were just certain moments where I was just like, I don't get why, why she's doing what she's doing with certain things. Like, it specifically has to do, it was a particular, perform, particular performance, like, later on when, like, she finds out that he finds out that she's his mom, and then he disappears, and then she's, like, crying on his bed. I wasn't sure if she was laughing or crying there. That, she was supposed to be crying. Was a, it was not that was great, weird. Though. That was a weird laugh, yeah. but it was also a weird cry. Yeah. So It was, the, like, this weird... That, this that bugged me. Sound. That bugged me a lot, because we, we never saw emotion from her, ever. Because she's a nut. Like, she's like she's a stere- almost stereotypical version of, a, of, like, the tough love nun, where... She doesn't wear her emotions on her sleeve. She's super strict all the time. So, but this is also we're in spoilers. Her son, yes, uh, yes. And so, like, she gave him up, and she had been dealing with that all these years. Yeah. And then once he finally finds out, and like she can get that like off her chest, and that catharsis mm-hmm. kind of happens for her. He's not there. Yeah. He disappears again. And so, like, this opportunity for her to reconcile these things, she, she feels like she's missed it. And so, like, that didn't bother me that, like, that breakdown happened. Or, like, you can, I mean, you can only be, like, emotionally stoic and strong for so long. Eventually, yeah. 
something's got to give. And I feel like this was an impetus for her to have that kind of Ooh, breakdown. Impetus. Big words, yeah. I, I know I words. It. I get it. Inciting, um, inciting action. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I... Yeah, like, I get it. Like, it was a super small critique for me, but, like... But the acting was in it. Yeah, that, for that particular part. Was to like, sell it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? Um, but, no, I liked that addition. I liked seeing this different story that uh, Murdoch was going through. Because, you know... How many times can you be like, I want to fight crime, but I feel guilty about it. But like, you know, okay, all right, cool. Like, well, I still feel like it went through that, but this time it did. But we had a lot more going on. Yeah, because that was one of the things. Like, and also I kept it super grounded. That was my issue with season two. Was like, the whole the hand supernatural and everything. What are we doing? Well, that's it's superheroes. I mean, so I there's get, always like I get, but it was so, but it also was very like, different from yeah, yeah. And also, I just felt like it was like. So, um, anyway, but the, every season, it seems like there's always, oh, I can't involve my friends in this. Like, I can't do it. I have to do this by myself. Push everyone away halfway through towards the end of the season, whatever. Oh, I need my friends. They're going to help me. Whatever. Repeat next season. Like every season he's done that. And it happened again this I season. Like, I feel like the difference though, this season was that his supporting members, um, uh, Foggy and Karen. Karen. Foggy and Karen. Karen Page. Took it upon themselves to do what they thought was the right thing to make a difference. Well, and, almost had, and almost had nothing to do with, with Daredevil. And at this like, point, they both know and they both know that they both know. So, like, everyone's in on it now. Yeah. Whereas, like, in season one, they weren't, obviously. And then in season two, they... I think that's when they both got caught up on it, but then they didn't know that each other knew until later on in that season. I know you know you Yeah, know. exactly. And so, like, <laughs> there's a lot of secrets between the three of them. What? I know you know you know? What? No. Oh, I just, oh. I just have a fun fact. You just pulled up Deborah Ann Wall and I was like, thumbs up. Oh, yeah, and I, and I have a fun fact. Her husband is, she is the fact. true blood. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's the vampire Jessica. Isn't her husband yeah. blind in real life, too? Yeah, her husband is blind. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I was going to bring this up when you read the... The synopsis for, for the, the movie other, Daredevil. Um, apparently, in like the comic book lore, and I don't know if people were just fucking with me when they told me this, but yes, uh, possibly, probably the chemicals that blinded Matt Murdock, yeah, are the same chemicals that created the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fact check this because somebody is that is that the ooze? What is that? Like the, the uh, TGI or whatever that like the company. That, uh, <laughs> with, like, the ooze, that, they're, like, yeah, the stuff that created the thrills, apparently it was, like, the same chemical that blinded Matt Murdock. That's real funny. Supposedly. That's real funny. I had a group chat that said that was a thing. Let me know if that's... He's pulling up an article. There you I go. Don't, I'm not gonna read it. If that was It's Samurai Josh. I appreciate it. Samurai Josh. No offense. <laughs> Please don't. D- don't. Shut me up. Uh, uh, Reddit's probably gonna have the better answer. There you though. go. Um, so... Okay, so we're in the beginning. We're back doing the shit. Um, Building collapses. He gets flushed out in the sewer. Yeah. He happens to fall into a water drain and flushed out. Yeah. Found by a taxi driver. You know. Yeah. As you do. As one does. Uh, Mom, that we don't know yet, is bandaging him, taking care of him. Yeah. Um, We're we're back. Okay, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I mean, we we always jump all over the place with this. But, um, we can go ahead and talk about... uh, Poindexter. Poindexter. Agent Poindexter. Benjamin Poindexter. Benjamin Poindexter. I'm like, that's a 
Is that his actual name? Yeah. Like, in pop culture things, generally Poindexter is like the, the nerd. nerd. Yeah, exactly. So hearing that was like, is it, are they insulting him? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> But I'm like, oh, that's his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dex. Yeah. Um, Not Dexter Poindexter. Yeah. Dex yeah. is short for Poindexter. Yeah. <laughs> and actually in my notes, like, I call him Dex, call him Desk, or De- Desk, Dex, and... Um, Calm, just slow down. I know, I'm speaking quickly. Because <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't want to call him Bullseye, because technically he's, like, he's not Bullseye. He's yet. not Bullseye, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, that end, I think, was kind of corny. Oh, the end? Yeah, like oh. the, the very end. Oh, we're going to talk about the entire last episode. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, and all my issues with it. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, I think he was an interesting character. Um, and especially, like, the subtle cues uh, around him, uh, both visually and uh, orally. The intro- the, yeah, and the introduction for me, the introduction of his his conversation for psychopathy was amazing because like you you're off the bat you're like this person has an issue with empathy so he's going to he's, he says he says these things to cope so now you're aware of it so yeah. every time you hear him talk he's full of shit yeah like you know he's full of shit and especially those lines oh that must have been really hard yeah every time like, he says anything like that you're like you're you're, you're bullshit yeah um so i thought that was interesting there's a lot of things where like the camera's spinning where, like, he's starting to lose control. Uh, there's a lot of, like, bee noises. The bee noises, yeah. Uh, where he's just starting to lose kinda, it. Yeah. Uh, just all those different cues, I think, were very well done. Uh, just to, like, when he was close to going over the edge, there's, yeah. like, all those different things going on. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated that. With, um, yeah, I really enjoyed just kind of seeing him and seeing his progression of, like, because it could it could have gone a lot of ways. Like obviously, he had these like it went up and down, up and down. But eventually, you could see it was like, oh, this his relationship he's forming with Kingpin is going to bite him in the ass. It ultimately does, but in a way that we don't really expect. Um, and then, all right, so jumping over to uh, Karen, um, really cool arc for her. I think this whole season just to see her drive and her motivation. So the whole time I was watching, I was like. Because I remember, I think in the comics, she's not this incarnation of a character. Like, yeah. she's a, she's like a, a drug-addicted prostitute or something like that. So, the whole, like, the first half of the season, I'm seeing, like, her addictive personality come out. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's trying to stay awake, and she's working really hard, and she's doing all this stuff. So, I'm like... And then we get that episode, I think it's called Karen. Exactly. And I was worried that we were going down the hole of she was going to become a drug addict and all this problem. But, in fact... We get a flashback episode to her being somewhat of an addict yeah. and going through some really hard shit, which I thought was extremely smart, actually. Um, I didn't think I would like a, an episode all about Karen Page, like a flashback episode, because I feel like like a lot of series do that, Yeah. and sometimes it's warranted, but sometimes it's like, I don't really want a break yeah. right now. Like I want to keep going with the story. That was like in uh, Stranger Things Season 2, where they had that weird separate episode where it was like 11 was off oh, but that also kids. I didn't think it was a very good episode no so. it wasn't either <laughs> but I thought but, Karen was actually a yeah. good episode yes yes agreed <laughs> but I think that's the example of where you don't want to break yeah, yeah and they yeah. kind of throw that in uh, and then you're like just go back to the other stuff that's what we want yeah uh, but no the Karen episode was really good um, explained her backstory a lot and again like I mentioned like 
kind of the conflict between like these characters have uh, these different things going on within them, and then most of them get their catharsis at some point in the season. And hers was finally telling people that she was the one who killed Wesley and coming to terms with like, I left uh, because I killed my brother. Yeah. Like she gets all this stuff kind of out in the open and then like she feels better yeah. uh, that people know her. Yeah. The people close to her that she wants to know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think all the backstory with her is warranted explaining that because yeah, w- when we first meet her, like, She's on trial. Um, yeah, we don't really know who she is. Yeah, for yeah. like a, a murder that she didn't commit that then uh, Nelson and Murdoch help get her acquitted of. Yeah. Or off or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think fleshing that out and giving that backstory to again get her to the point where like she's got these things off her chest and she has like cleared the air and can now move forward on mm-hmm. to new things instead of being tortured by those because it's been two seasons now and she had she didn't tell anyone that she was the one that killed Wesley. Yep. Um which was a great episode in season one. Yeah. Like a great moment in season one for yeah. sure. Um and sorry for for spoiling season one, but if you're watching season three and not season one, fuck's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're doing that's kind of wrong backwards. Yeah. Um uh, Jeff. Yes. What I you got, got? I got some. What you got? Uh, is this the the ooze? Yeah, this is about the ooze, uh, which is uh, apparently comes from a company called TCRI. The TCRI. Initials, TCRI. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that that means at all. But okay, so I found I linked I linked I already linked the article in, in chat because obviously I have no filter and I need to say stuff before <laughs> you guys can get to it. Um, no, so there's this like entire article about the parallels of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Daredevil, yeah, and like the fact that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is in some ways like a parody of Daredevil. Um, so they are, they like, they are come in contact with the same chemical, um, as Daredevil, like what blinds them, yeah. uh, and they fall down the gutter or whatever. And that's, that's how they become the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they're found by, uh, Splinter, yeah. which is a play on stick. stick. Yeah. And then not only that, um, but so I guess I, and I, you know, this is me not having seen Daredevil at all, yeah. but like, I guess he's, there's, there's something called the hand, the hand and the and foot, the foot is the foot one, clan, the foot clan the is Turtles. run by Shredder <laughs> yeah. in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of homage being paid to that's crazy. Daredevil, uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I don't know about the foot. That's yeah. crazy. The foot clan. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I remember very little about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, I, yeah. I, mean, I remember them. I remember those? Pizza. I have those. I, I do not want to watch those. Well, so the comic books are apparently way. They're super different. dark. Yeah, they're yeah. way more dark. The not as, original like, comics by uh, Eastman and Ward. Uh, I can tell you that in like two seconds. Uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Laird. Yeah. Laird. I got the RB. Mm-hmm. You're close. Um, yeah, apparently those are. They get pretty dark. Whereas we remember, like. Cowabunga, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The, the and, like, guys in suits. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also... <laughs> they were the Muppets. Yeah, guys uh, in turtle suits. Yeah. Um, uh, fun, another fun fact that I, that I found from this. Uh, the Shredder actually took his design inspiration from a metal cheese grater. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And, the, and their reasoning behind it was, if someone really wanted to, they could turn this into a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. So uh, very true, very true. Anyway, <laughs> back to Daryl. Thank you. For, <laughs> yeah, thanks for, for that update. For sure, though. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Where were we? Karen. We talked about uh, Karen, and we talked about her episode, and then, and then oh my. So my thing. Oh, uh, we had finished that subject. Um, okay. Were was I the only one weirded out? Am I the only one? I mean, Mark, you're the only one else here. Um, <laughs> by speak, oh, speaking of flashbacks, that was the segue. Speaking of flashbacks. Okay, so, speaking of flashbacks, I thought we had really well executed versions of flashbacks, and then we had some that didn't really work for me. And the ones that didn't really work for me were Young Maggie and Young Jack. Yeah. That, did that seem creepy as fuck to you? Because she he, looked like she was fourteen, and he, he looked, looked like he was thirty. 30. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I was curious. I was like, did they not like Could, try to like, de-age like, him a little like, bit? What or are we like, doing here? Because like that's because it's the same actor that plays his dad, like when the age that his dad died. Yeah. Playing his dad when he's younger, but we have a different actress playing playing young, young Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Because I'm watching, I'm like, I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Like, is this some kind of like maybe she looked up to him or something like that in their relationship? I'm like, whoa, no, is this? It's just what is going He's on like, hey, need you be my ring girl, like, or my like help, and like, yeah. he's like, give me water and like put my mouth guard. This started dating. I was like, what? No, this is. There's yeah. a there's a 20 year age gap, at least. Yeah, that was that was a little weird. Because I was like, that's not a young man's body. <laughs> that's not a young man's <laughs> body. No, uh, it wasn't. Okay, I'm glad um, I wasn't the only one creeped out by it. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm i not sure why they decided to do that. Yeah, I'm actually very worried. Uh, <laughs> so... Like, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I, that, that was an odd choice. Yeah, but... But it was, it was a good look into why she... More jelly beans. Um, why Maggie was no... Was no longer the uh, the mother, and uh, no longer a mother to Matthew. Um, but a good example of a flashback was our little our little art film experiment. While uh, <laughs> where uh, um, Fisk listens to all the tapes of uh, um, uh, Poindexter's uh, therapy Childhood, sessions. Yeah. yeah, therapy sessions. Um, yeah. I have notes about that. I'm sure you do. Um, Fucking nerd. Fucking nerd! Um, I thought I did. It was... I just thought it was weird that, like... Oh, God. Um, Like... They're like, here. Here's these. And instead of being like... A voiceover like reading the file or him reading the file out loud. Yeah. It's like him stepping into the memories. Yeah. Um I actually thought that was pretty well crafted because it's a different way to look at because you could easily just be like, show show a shot of uh Kingpin with headphones on or Kingpin just listening to a tape recorder. Like yeah. it means so much more to have him in these kind of fictional flashbacks in black and white where he is just in the room. The room where it happened. Yeah. Um where he's in the room witnessing all of this and like getting into the headspace of this person he's trying to exploit for his own gain. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely more interesting than if they had just read those out or listened to the tapes like while he had headphones on. But I think they could have done the scenes without him actually like standing in the scenes. Um and well, it, like, well, yes, because he didn't have the speaking parts. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, I mean, more than that, like, 
him stating that like he was looking down on the scene and interacting with it at some points too. Uh, where like he picked up the baseball or whatever it was and like little things like that where I was like oh, I, I don't it just seemed odd that he was in the memories. Um, but that makes sense to me given his personality though. Like given who Fisk is and how he how we see him interact and how we see him like think five moves ahead like did you just eat an earthworm? Silence. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop chewing that and just swallow that. That's what Jeff tried to do and he's going to add it out. That was bad. <laughs> that was <the> icky. <laughs> that was not good. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it's it. It's in my teeth. Oh, God. I kind of liked it just because, I mean, it was a different way to look at it. For me, it made sense, given who he was as a character, is how he would go back and, like, listen and take all this information in. Like, it just, it, it, it made a lot of sense to me. Um, I had, so I have, so taking notes at night while watching this show um, on my phone. That's a lot. Yeah, Mark has a lot of notes. I don't have that many notes, but also I don't know what my notes mean. I was so like, yeah, I wrote episode down, by episode. I texted, I wrote down Daredevil Suit Vacuum. Suit Vacuum? Daredevil Suit Vacuum. You know what? This Does that mean like a anything? Fun game we Does could that play mean anything? Where we just Google your notes and see if see someone what actually comes up? Do it right now. Daredevil Suit Vacuum. What, what is Does that, that sound like anything? Is, is that Daredevil because suit when he was in the water, like. Like, when he got sucked out at the beginning? Like, how soon in your notes was this? I don't know. My first note was actually, it says cell phone texts. <laughs> and I I don't know why I wrote that down. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff about the, about the suit. Yeah. And there, there's one entitled, How Daredevil's Costume Almost Ruined the Series. Uh, and, and it's clickbait, I'm sure. Um, Early hints of suckitude. Oh, yeah, suckitude. Yeah. We're going with that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what my notes meant. I have no idea. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what the hell Daredevil suit oh, vacuum meant. What? No. Um, when Dex is wearing the suit in his apartment vacuuming, he's doing like Monday That's what it is. That's the, what it in is. The suit. That's uh, what it is. I have a note of that too. Where that he, show was funny. He, just like, <laughs> yeah. he goes home after just like brutally murdering people as Daredevil and he's just like vacuuming like in the Daredevil suit. Uh, because that's leaning. a part of his routine. Like he has to keep doing that stuff to try and like keep his sanity. Yeah. So I, thank you. Thank I, you for putting that together. I had a note about that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because he's fucking weird. Cause, like I forgot he wears the suit for like half the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was uh, just yeah him doing those um, mundane tasks, wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was he was like washing dishes and vacuuming and yeah. Like, I thought that show was, uh, <laughs> but it made total sense. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting, too, was um, Matt and Dex, they were setting them up as clear opposites. Yes. Where, like... They but also, had this... as, as Dex with the suit on is the embodiment of what um, Matt Murdock wants to what get he, away yeah. from. Yeah. But also, like, they try to bring them together. Like, we had the same kind of upbringing mm -hmm. parents died we were alone very angry and then there's the line uh the fisk is like you know 
anger is a poison, like, you have to let that out, otherwise, like, it'll kill you. And they've both taken, like, anger in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, it's building them up, like, oh, we're the same person, and then even to the point where it's like, oh, well, he's Daredevil now, and Matt's Daredevil now, but then how they approach everything, like, it seems like Matt wants to go there, and that's what he's been saying all season, is like, I need to, like, give up these things, I need to give up my friends, I need to give up everything, I need to do what needs to be done, I need to kill Fisk, um, and that's kind of the path he feels like he needs to go, mm -hmm. and then Dex is walking that path, and then they are very clearly not, like, yeah. that same person, um, and again, that feeds back into, like, the religion of, like, the god and the devil, like, raging, Inside of me. But also just like that, the, the moral like conflict that everyone is facing in this whole season where they have these things that are kind of pulling them in both directions and then how everyone decides. Yeah. Um, but with Matt, it's like a literal, like, he's trying to be me, he's not me, but like then they fight it out and ultimately someone wins that fight like actual fight let's 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 fast forward to that last episode just real <laughs> quick um this is why i gave it 12 out of 13 the last episode i did not like that last episode one bit um not one bit like no. first of all we're having a wedding what like <laughs> this actually i would say I, not to be sexist the wedding i think is like not, the least egregious not, part not of to it. be sexist but since vanessa comes back into the show it just isn't good anymore and I, I don't think it's I don't think it's because of her, but it's, that is just like a moment when, when the, the show just like stops. Changes. It changes. It changes all of a sudden, and we're also we also get put in a situation where she all of a sudden uh, reveals that she's evilly into the power. Well, she kind of hints at that before, like in season one. Yeah, but like, but we don't see her in season two. Well, yeah, because she's off. Because Fisk is in prison, and it's not about Fisk at that point. And that's what I'm saying is like, maybe, like she's not important without Fisk. I, I understand that. Maybe if he, we have removed season two, and and these were just and these were back to back, it would have made more sense to me. But it's like, oh yeah, remember remember those people like two seasons ago? We'll bring like one of them back toward the end of this one, yeah. and hope you remember everything that happened. Yeah, I and mean, I and, and I'm not saying I'm not it, like uh, accusing the show of yelling at us to remember something but i thought her coming back and being like the way she was like being hungry like hungry for the power i got that it just came out of the left field for me not that i like i knew she she liked something about fisk yeah obviously um but i think it was just it was just a moment where we get into now we're having a wedding okay wedding. it seemed, just seemed kind of cheesy that you end your season on a wedding and i'm like Okay, but it's just it's like a trope thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then that leads to uh, Poindexter showing up in the Daredevil suit to ruin the wedding with his uh, a dead uh, lady friend that he had been stalking, Julie, who had been kept in a fridge. Which yeah. why were the bodies being kept until they could, in the first until they could dispose place? of them? I guess. What do you th I mean, this dude it was like a, a safe house that they could. Kingpin's like apparently he he owns the FBI. He can't get away with somebody burning a couple bodies. Like that. See, this is my these are my issues coming up. I just the, the last episode just didn't fit. I felt like, um, 
and including the, the, the final fight scene in the penthouse, like, I actually felt the fight scene was really sloppy. And I couldn't tell what people were trying to do. Like, not as, like, try to physically follow with my eyes where people were going. Yeah. But, like, okay, because I thought we were leading up to a point where Murdoch wasn't going to kill Kingpin, but he was going to get Poindexter to kill Kingpin. He was going to let that happen. And that would be his, like, excuse for doing this. Like, I thought that's where this was leading, is that he would eventually, he would get Poindexter, because he, like, he, like, pretty much tortured one of Kingpin's right-hand men to figure out what was going on, and then it was, like, leaving all these breadcrumbs for Poindexter to go after Kingpin. Yeah. But then, when Kingpin, Poindexter, and Murdoch show up in the same place, Murdoch's trying to prevent Poindexter from killing Kingpin because he wants to kill Kingpin, and then also trying to prevent Poindexter from hurting Vanessa, and then Kingpin's, like, uh, yelling to Vanessa, go downstairs, I'll meet you there, and then she goes up the stairs... But I realize she needs to go up the stairs to go, to go down. down through the but we like physically exit, yeah. see her go up, and then she just ha- actually hangs out at the top of the stairwell. Um, it's like, well, she wants to make sure he's okay. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt ultimately is not going to kill Kingpin. Like I, yeah. I never thought he was actually going to kill him. Yeah, I, I, I could, I thought that maybe he would let Poindexter kill him. By leading him there. And I think he started that way, but then again, his conscience got the well, best he, of him. Well, he might have started that way, but then he ends up, but then Poindexter gets, you know, his fucking back broken. Yeah. And then Murdoch starts beating the shit out of Kingpin. Like, oh, maybe he is actually going to kill him. Like, well, I couldn't. And then all of a sudden there was just a, a there was a switch. Like there was an immediate switch that I didn't feel like they didn't even need to get to. Because they didn't need to get to that point. It was just kind of a... I, I didn't understand the motivations behind everybody that was in that fight scene. I, 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 I couldn't grasp it because I was like, okay, he, he wants Kingpin dead, so he's going to let Poindexter kill him, but but now he's going after Poindexter because Poindexter's trying to kill them. Like, I didn't understand what Murdoch was trying to do in that instance. I knew Poindexter wanted to kill Kingpin. That was the most obvious thing. Yeah. And the other obvious thing was Kingpin did not want to be killed. So, like... Yes and no. Well, I mean, like, he he mentioned earlier, like, he feels unworthy of Vanessa, and he's, like, kind of has a conscience about a lot of things. But, I mean, it, he went in there with the intention of protecting Vanessa, at least. Yeah. Well, because I feel like at different parts in the whole season, each of, like, the main characters is, like, accepting death and, like, ready for it. Mm-hmm. Matt is pretty early on when he starts, when he recovers and goes mm-hmm. back out that first night as Daredevil, and he, like, gives the guy the pipe back mm-hmm. and just, like, kneels down and is like, just do it, mm-hmm. kind of. Kingpin has that moment, too. Um, yeah. I feel like Dex has one of those moments at some point, too. Um, Karen, like, I, I feel like a lot of these people, they have those moments where they're just, they, yeah. like, Almost give up, yeah. or do they surrender themselves? But then it doesn't happen, yeah. And so then they press on. And also going at like Matt is tortured the entire season, and then he's kind of happy go lucky. Yeah, the like like immediately. <laughs> and that's when he likes his whiskey and he makes a crack on Jessica Jones. Yeah. Well, again, too. Which I thought was like, ha, that's the other show. Yeah. <laughs> Get um, it. Like I said, the, it follows a lot of the, the same thing every season where it's like, I, I can't trust my friends. I can't like let them be involved in this. I need them. I'm going to bring them in. Yeah. We're going to work together. But it, and it followed that same 
trope this season too. Yeah. And that's where it all kind of came to a head on the end was he had accepted his friend's help and then he felt better himself. But the the switch was pretty dramatic and pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I think, that, like, I think oh, those were my main issues. Were, we need to wrap this up. Yeah, so. that's what it kind of was because I, I almost thought that like... And also, everything we saw, like in Nadine's uh, video... They record on his phone. Oh, <laughs> um, Mark's just saying another jelly bean. Um, his his voice recording or video recording of himself doing this confession, this like black like testament. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see that like that particular device. Didn't see that coming. Thought it was it played out really well because especially when you're setting up that like his went to the grand jury because that's the thing you're supposed to do. And then that gets fucked. So yeah. it's like, okay, now what do we do? And he's like, he pretty much he has to do that and then die in order for it to become effective. But we see that happen, and then the video in its entirety almost gets played back again in the last episode. And I'm like, we've already mm-hmm. seen this. Like that, that's an issue for me, is like that's filler. Because this is information we already know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if you're on a streaming platform, bro. Like, you don't need to know previously on Daredevil. Yeah. You don't need to know that. The uh, the piece with Ray I thought was interesting with the phone because in these shows, too, there's that whole thing where, like, oh, we have this, like, piece of hope. And they did it the first time with, uh, I forgot, the the guy who shanked Fisk in the jail cell and then got out. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have him. Yeah. He's going to come testify. Murdered. Murdered. And then they're like, oh, well, now we have Ray. And they're like, oh, we're getting a little closer. We actually got in front of the jury. And then they're like, oh, well, he and, got to the jury. And in between those, you had uh, the FBI uh, guy, Wynn, who came to um, Ray's boss's house to hear yeah, the confession. to hear with him. And he gets then, got. Yeah. So like, Which that was like, there's I, like, was like I was like, this isn't going to play out like I think it's going to play out. But I didn't think it was going to play out like that. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, shoot. I knew it was too convenient that the whole house was like covered in plastic. I know. I was like, someone's gonna get dextered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when, well, they also, yeah, they also kept showing Ray, and they were looking at him, oh, yeah. and then behind him was just all windows. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, he's about to get murdered something's through gonna a happen. window. Yeah, something's gonna happen. Same thing in the courthouse. I was like, get him away from all the windows. Yeah. Why the fuck are you just standing in public? <laughs> I was like, he's gonna die. Um, and then he didn't, which is good. I don't, I'm glad they subverted that because I was just the whole time. I was like, he's in public. They're gonna murder him. He's yeah. just. Bullseye's gonna hit him from far away because that's what he does. With a pencil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, he's gonna throw a piece of crystal. Like when he threw the beads on the necklace from the uh, from the oh, rosary. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was baller. And, like, that he was just baller. like murdered that screen that Karen Deck behind. I was like, yeah. That's just a bead. Like how did he get that velocity behind that? That's that's his, that's his thing. But he did, yeah. That's so, his thing. So yeah, he like, he's like I got. It was this, not bullseye yet. He's I got this piece of silica dexter. gel that he's I hit him from two miles away and he died. Hey, you don't know. I don't know. But I was expecting that to happen because uh, they also set that up with the way they filmed it, the way it was shot, like how they were looking at things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was not expecting the boss to just murder him and oh, yeah. be like, set, Ray, set put the up. gun down! Yeah. And like, stop tape. Yeah. It's like, also, if that was your evidence and you're still alive, like, why would he have let you do that? That's another disconnect that I had. Where Wait, I was, what? Say this again? Where she shot Wynn. Yes. And was like, Ray, put the gun down. No. And like, yeah. sh- discharge the gun. Yes. Stop the tape. Yes. 
And then they were like, we're going to use this to frame you. It's like, but you're still alive. If he had the gun, one, why would he let you have the tape? Two, why would you still be alive? Like, I gotcha. He would have just murdered you, too, and then it wouldn't have been an issue. Or she would have pulled her gun and then was... That was the... We see that part. Testimony could have easily been, he did that, and then I drew my gun, and then we called the cops or something yeah. like that. Like, that could have been the... Well, no, but I mean, when they stop it and then they leave I know that, everyone but, together yeah, yes but what I'm saying is like the, the story could have been to like they're corroborating their fake corroborating story could be like oh it was it was stopped because I had drawn the gun on him to make him stop but then why would they still be working together is the, that would deflate well back. no but I mean like when you get to the point where you, you're using it as blackmail yeah you're not going to use it as blackmail until you need to use it as blackmail yeah and you can so once you get to the point, then you're gonna come up with evidence. You're gonna come up with your other. You're gonna come up with some other shit, but to try and make your story fit. But say you have that story then, and you're like, "Oh, I pulled my gun on him. It was fine." Mm -hmm. It's like, so you worked with this guy who had murdered Win in cold blood, and you just kept going with it, and no one knew. And yeah, but the way now the way stories work, the way these stories work, like this, like blackmail stories and stuff like that, is they'll find a way to the the person who is doing the blackmailing finds a way to go back and, like, change records or delete other evidence to, like, uh, to not dispute her claim. So that her claim is the only piece of evidence, or they fabricate other evidence to try and get that. So that, to me, like, that seemed like, like, standard uh, conspiracy procedural procedural content. That's how it seemed to be. I, I, I felt that was a little bit weak, because I just feel like, yeah, if they left together, like, there was no way to say, oh, well, yeah, I was going to turn him in at this point because he murdered that guy in cold blood. Like, that blackmail was useless, I feel like. Okay. But. Agree, disagree. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what are you eating now? Vomit? No, that's a pink. <laughs> Whatever, pink something. No, something like that. I feel like the pink ones are safe. <laughs> the, the candy floss? Maybe. Flouse. 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 Um, also, yeah, setting up a uh, possible bullseye for season four. Cheesy as fuck. Yeah. He's face down on the table. They're doing surgery on his spine. They put him adamantium in him. And then they, like, zoom down to his face. He opens his eyes. And, and there's a bullseye in his Like, in his <laughs> eyes. And, and I, I was think, like, I think it's, it's something, like, where, like, the metal, like, taints, like, the, uh, <laughs> the, um... We're 12. Like, creates different pigments in the eye, and that's what, like, I think that's how the story is supposed to be. Like, mm -hmm. it gets into the oh, bloodstream. I thought he, had, I thought he then... had a bullseye etched on his forehead. <laughs> Fucking Colin Farrell. <laughs> uh, but no, the suit for Bullseye, like, his suit in the comics, he yeah. has a bullseye on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I was like, that's so corny. Yeah, and it, it they, was. They look like Captain America shields, uh, kind of. In like, a way, because with... he has, like, kind of bluish eyes. So, yeah. yeah um... But I was like, seriously? But yeah, uh, Colin Farrell, that's just what I think of. It ruins it for me. I don't know why. That's why I always have, like, I don't like that guy. It's from from his portrayal of Bullseye. I didn't know who Bullseye was. I didn't give a shit about Bullseye before the Daredevil movie. Do you give uh, a shit about Bullseye now? I don't. <laughs> but that, that does not bode well for season four. He He's more interesting now after watching season three. Mm-hmm. Because of the portrayal of the actor, Jeff. Uh, what's 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 Bullseye's actual ben, name? Ben Poindexter. Ben Poindexter. Oh, uh, uh, Wilson Bethel. Wilson, Wilson Bethel. Bethel. Uh, his portrayal, I feel like, was pretty good. 
and we got a lot of backstory to him that makes him more interesting than what we got in that the Daredevil movie yeah, back fair. in the early aughts. That's fair. Um, so. I would have liked to have physically seen more of the behind the scenes of Fisk's manipulation of the FBI. Because I felt like things were just kind of like falling into place, like happening. Like, oh, I have this testimony. Oh, I just, someone just attempted my life. Let me get out. Oh, yeah. oh. And then we find a couple episodes later, yeah, his company bought the hotel. We had never like seen that happen. We're like, oh, okay. Interesting. What's going on with that? Yeah. You know, and all kinds of other shit. Oh, he owns a lot of FBI agents. I'm like, wow. First of all, I was a little, I was a little kind of suspicious of disbelief for how many FBI, FBI agents he had shit on. And I'm like, how bad shit do you have on them or how bad are you threatening them? Like, and, and somehow he like did the FBI, but didn't even bother to do anything with the N any NYPD employees. No, he has officers. plenty of NYPD too. Uh, just not the one that was relevant for the series. Um, what's his name? Uh, Mahoney? Mahoney. Mahoney's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's who they kind of went to most of the time yeah. this season was Mahoney because they know he's a good guy. And also he's been, he started off as an officer in season one. Yeah. Yeah. And so they rely on him a lot because they've already established him as one of the good guys. Yeah. But they, they've talked about before how he's got people on like everyone's payroll. Like he's yeah, gotcha. in the FBI and the, the NYPD, like everywhere. I gotcha. And um, maybe it's maybe because it's I'm just focusing on like this season in particular. Yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, his reach has gone. Oh, by the way, it was nice. Like I was worried, worried we wasn't we weren't gonna see any uh, kingpin violence, but when he asked the dude borrow that dude's jacket and just wrapped oh, his head, just fuck, wrecked his borrows face. the dude's jacket, wraps his. He's like, let me borrow your jacket. So <laughs> takes his jacket. I was wondering what he was gonna do with that jacket. I know. He gives it to him, and then kingpin wraps it around the guy's head and just starts punching him in the face so hard until the canvas color just turns darker red as a human yeah. being. It was, and then he just drops the intense. guy. He's like, pull over, I need you to dispose of this body. <laughs> Did they put him in the freezer too? Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, there were a few things too that I was like, just little things. I was like, that was weird. Why did that, how did that happen? Like, uh, Dex, at one point, opens his safe without putting in the combination. And I understand that's so we don't have to sit there through him putting in a combination. Uh, I, I, okay. But yeah, he's just one day, like, when he goes in, he just, like, goes over to it, turns the handle, and opens it. And I was like, you need a combination for that. But he didn't. Um, but he didn't. Mark over here. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't punch him attention. Um, Immersion is lost. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined for me after that. Ruined. Um, Julie. Very unceremoniously dismissed. I think that was kind of the... Point. Yeah, like they like they brought her in, they start talking her up, and like she like gets because we're to introduced Dex. to her the same episode we're introduced to to Dex. Anyway, sort of like oh, who's this woman? He's kind yeah. of stalking. Well, well, at first when we first hear about her, he's talking to the therapist. He's like, oh yeah, I have this great girl. We go yeah. out, we get pizza every Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. And we see getting pizza means he sits there in his truck and eats pizza, like watching her from afar. Which they put broccoli on it, which I respect. Broccoli pizza is pretty good. Not against it. I'm against the creeping. Um, <laughs> glad, I, glad I didn't know where you draw the line. Buddy. Yeah. Broccoli on pizza? Fine. Creeping? Not. There. There's the line. <laughs> Unless you're associating broccoli on pizza with creeping. I don't know. People are weird. Um, but so that, I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh. 
There are a lot of, you had mentioned it earlier before the spoilers, uh, juxtaposition to things going on in real life right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, bring those in. The catcalling. Yeah. Where Karen shuts that down hard. That was, that was real fun to watch. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was Comes great. over with a gun and it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we were just playing. It's like, it's not fucking playing. Like, people don't appreciate that. That makes people feel unsafe. And she was also like, and, I'll play. Yeah. And it's like, how do you feel? Uh, I thought that was great that that was thrown in there. Because um, I've had a lot of friends talk about that, too. Where, yeah. like, how catcalling makes them feel. Um, so, yeah. I thought, I thought that was really good. When Fisk is first, like, let out, and he uh, makes his speech in front of the hotel, all about fake news. Oh, yeah. All oh, yeah. about fake news. There's like, a lot of fake news references in there. Yeah. And then there's even a point, like, after Karen's press conference, when um, <clears throat> it kind of goes haywire, and then um, her boss is uh, ushering her off, and somebody yells to him, like, your, like, your paper's failing and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that's a great parallel. Yeah. yeah. There's like, a lot of that going on. Discredit the media, like... Yeah. Uh, just that whole thing where, yeah, Fist came down and was like, oh, yeah, you'll hear a lot of things about me. They're all false. Like, whatever. I'm yeah. here trying to help. They didn't uh, say Fisk was Trump. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's, he is. I think Fisk uh, is better than Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, more of a, a, a Marvel supervillain. Yeah, is better than Trump. So that. Just said that. Says what jelly bean you eating now? That was the. the Blue one again. I guess blue okay. again yeah, I guess. Blueberry. Blueberry. Bloobs. Um, bloobs. Uh, I think we've, we've talked about a lot, but uh, I, I know you have oodles and oodles of notes. I'm just scrolling through real quick to see. I talked about the camera with them spinning out of control, how the FBI and cops are always dumb in these shows. Uh, at one point, like, Matt said he was giving up Matt Murdock. He was just going to be Daredevil, but then... Fisk kind of brought him back to that, and then both sides of Matt ended up being wanted. They were after Daredevil for the murders mm -hmm. uh, at the newspaper, and also after him because Fisk had tried to uh, frame him as well. Um, Dex just walking around his apartment in the suit doing mundane things. Loved it. Uh, suit vacuum. Yeah, suit vacuum. Daredevil suit vacuum. That's what it means. <laughs> that's what it means. You totally, you. you totally wrote that down. And you're like, I'm an over. I yeah. know exactly what this. Oh is. yeah, I'm writing this down. I'm like, I'm not gonna write that a full sentence. I'm like, I'll know what this means. Did not know. Nope. Um, a lot of trust betrayal. Uh, with the the priest. Uh, a lot of the Whoa. Religi the religious Whoa. themes. Oh. oh okay. But no, like um. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's been going to, like, he's he was raised at the orphanage at the church. Correct. The priest basically was his father figure. Yep. Um, and had been lying to him, or selectively choosing to not tell him yep. that his mother was, like, steps away from right him. Right there? Like, his, his whole life, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but she didn't love you. <laughs> oh, and that's another thing, too. It brought uh, some attention, briefly, but to postpartum depression... Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And how, like, Maggie. back then a lot of people didn't know what that was or how to deal with it. And, like, there's a lot more resources and uh, research about that type of thing now. Um, support, so, plan, support plan pyramid. Yeah. So and that, there was another kind of uh, tie-in there. Matt hears a lot of voices. 
a very specific people. Like he hallucinates Fisk a lot. He hallucinates I his love dad a lot. The, I love the way they incorporate. I think he did stick too. I love the way they incorporate hallucinations in this season, um, or his like mental ghosts. Is yeah. that they're behind him? Yeah, you see them. But they're, out of, but they're out of focus. They'll cut to them sometimes, and they're not there. Yeah, like... but they're out of focus, and I think that's so. I think that's a good visual representation of like when you think about you know whether it's your if you have an arch nemesis mark or if it's you know a part of your brain that's betraying probably um, part of your brain part of your brain that's betraying you like you're thinking of it. That's kind of how it would look. I think. I think they did. A, I think they did a really good job with that. Um. Terrifying warning about what money and power and influence can do. Like, if you think about, like, how Fisk was able to do all this. And, like, there's a lot of shows that obviously take this to extremes. But we've also seen some, again, parallels in real life where, like, money puts some people, like, above the law almost. Mm -hmm. um, Because they can weasel their way out of it through various instances and various circumstances. And Matt and Foggy Um, argue about that toward the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I do like Foggy's also like political call to action, like yeah. Be it was nice to I, I like actually liked his story a lot because it gave him his own mission. Yeah, he wasn't a supporting cast member. Like, oh, I'm going to do these things. It I, for, I forgot what twenty dollar bills like the old ones looked like. There was one scene where uh, I think Karen was getting all the drug money and she was like laying it out and it was all like old twenty dollar bills. I was like, I was like, this looks weird. Because hmm. uh, the new twenties I guess aren't new anymore. They've been around for a while. I don't, I don't get cash. You old. So I, I know. Um, Is Jackson still on him? We got Tubman on there yet? <laughs> Did we get Tubman on there? I think we get Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Bill. I think it'd be cool. Be cool. Um, Not get that Obama bill. I, I have a note that was oh, like, sorry, Jeff Manchin Shepard over here dropping the bills. No, no, no. I, I recent, <laughs> no, this is from my Craigslist dealings. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is the new this is the new old twenty. Yeah, new old. Um, Thanks. No. I have a note that says Matt keeps telling people his secret. It's not a secret anymore. What secret? Where he keeps telling people he's Daredevil. Because I think that's when he told Ray. Yeah. Because he goes and he's like, I owe you one now. He takes yeah. his mask off. And I was like, if he keeps telling people, like, it's not a secret idea. But how many people do, do know? I mean, Kingpin, Foggy, Stick, Electra, uh, Karen, Ray. More than that too. Sticks dead. Electra's dead. <laughs> <gasps> Electra's not dead. We yeah we don't know honestly we don't. She's know. not dead. Yeah, Sticks dead though. He did. What about Jennifer Gardner's Electra? Right. Actually, she got her own movie. She did. Electra. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a new show. I like Jennifer. Gardner. I think she's back into acting now. Back in the alias days. O- outside of uh, Capital One commercials. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? The one with her parents. You know what? That is in my wallet. You know what? Oh, yeah. I will put that in my wallet. Because this is my joke. Because this is my dad. Yeah. I have a note that says, Fist's ugly-ass suit is knife-proof. All his, like... You don't like his white suit? All his ugly, like, silk, like, shiny suits. I was like, these things are ugly as shit. because uh, you can't pull it off. But they're also... They're also, they're also <laughs> knife-proof. That's so jealous. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dex is, like, throwing shit at him, and it's not puncturing the suit. And then he gives that to Vanessa to protect her. Uh, I was like, oh... That's Maybe. Yeah, that interesting. Uh, yeah, because then he gets a he gets a chunk in the, in the tummy. Yeah. Mm. Um, they do make a man without fear comment. Uh, yes. Bring in Daredevil. Uh, I have a note that says shit got real dark in Karen's episode. 
Oh yeah, shit uh, did get real dark. Where yeah, she uh, drugs and drinking, and then her brother comes to like stand up for her and burns down her junkie drug dealer boyfriend's trailer, and then gets the shit beat out of him, and then she tries to get away with him, and flips the car and kills him, and I was like, holy shit, this uh, this is pretty intense. Um, Dex in the church fight scene. When he's Daredevil and then Mac Daredevil too, but yes. like uh, he's, the, he's the ninja. Yeah, Karen's hiding in the loft, and she literally hits the devil with a crucifix. Yeah, and knocks him over the edge oh, of the, uh, the the like the choir loft. Yeah, and um, I just had flashbacks to Daredevil movie when they were in the church. Because both Bullseye and Daredevil were in their church. I don't remember that. I I, I haven't seen it in. Bullseye would. I tried to wipe. Bullseye would would hit the pipes and the sound would confuse Daredevil and he couldn't quote unquote see. see. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, don't do this. <laughs> um, I think that's most of the notes that I had there. Sweet notes, bro. I know, right? Um, Toad's notes. There's a lot of little things too, like you can tell, like. A lot of times in the early part of the season when Dex was about to go off because the like the portrait of like him and the suicide prevention team was like askew. Because uh, they made the... They open the door and be like... Yeah, they made the one point of him like going in and fixing it. But then yeah. like it's tilted and he throws a knife through it and like stabs Julia. I was like, well, she's going to die. Yeah. Uh, and like all these things, I was like, well, that's all pointing to all this. Um, Matt becoming the villain. Like, yeah, I have a bunch of like... Little things, yeah. Cat collars get wrecked. Yeah. R E K T. It's true. Yeah. Um, they did. Oh, the new hallway scene. Oh, are you talking about the eleven minute scene? Yeah. Oh, I, like, yeah. I called it. I was like, "This is the new hallway scene," but it was like, yeah, through the prison where they're like back in out of rooms. Fucking and, way better. Yeah. Eleven minutes long. Oh, uh, unreal. That was pretty intense too, because he was also like, he had gotten injected with whatever the sedative thing was, yeah. and was like groggy, but he's still like. Half-assed, like, and also, and, and also, what I loved about it too, it wasn't all action. Like they, they had, there was dialogue. Like there mm-hmm. was moments where he was just having conversation with the Albanians. Yeah, with the and... Albanians. And there were moments where I was like, okay, probably swapping out the stunt double right now, and then subbing Charlie Cox back in now. But like, it didn't distract me from the fact that it was all one glorious take of performance. Yeah. And he ends up back in the cabin. I was like, I was waiting for them to just cut to the cabin and be like, uh. Because he, he walks and he just like a fun shit all over. Yeah. Waiting for him to cut back, but they didn't. I was like, hmm, yeah. probably not the cabbie. Well, it was. I thought it was. No, I thought it was a different guy. They swapped him to a different car, I think. Oh, I, no, no, I thought it was. Or the driver got out. Well, I guess that makes more sense cabbie, that he swapped then. It was a cabbie, but it was a different driver. I'm pretty sure. Makes sense that he swapped then. Yes. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Cool. Um. <laughs> Oh, the hobo boxing in the, the church basement when they bring like this the guy down to box with Matt. Oh, was that a hobo? No, I it's just oh. like But like Matt is at that point, like he's bumping yeah. off and I was just like, they're having like street fights in the basement of this church, okay. Um Jesus. Fisk gets shanked and can still throw a ridiculous amount of weight. Yeah. He gets stabbed. But also the, sh- the the ship was staged, so yeah. who knows how actually deep it was. Yeah. Uh, I did like that Matt's hearing problems were, like, getting worse early on, and they Ma. showed that. Ma. Yeah. Ma. Uh, where, like, they were behind him, and things got cloudier, and then also the audio yeah. 
Because I had to keep like turning my audio off. I'm like, what are they saying? Uh, and that then, was the point. And then there'd be like loud stuff after that. And I'm like, okay, turn it back down. Turn it back up. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of that. Oh, <laughs> the door on Fisk's transport opened way too easily. When he got, he got flipped upside down. Oh. They're coming to get him out. Dex comes and kills everyone. Yeah. And literally, he just goes up and like opens the door. I'm like, why are they trying to like cut the door open and shoot through the door if they could have just opened the door? Maybe he had the key. I don't think so. I don't know. He's just really strong. I, yeah. But again, that was one of those little things that they loosened it up for him. <laughs> little things yeah, I that I was that like, actually. uh, that I was like, oh, like when Dex opened the safe and I would have put in the code. Like little things. I was like, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Um, that's I have a lot of little notes like that. That's what happens when you take a like episode notes. Um, the awkward first date with Karen and uh, the the nephew of the editor. Oh, yeah. Inconsequential in stuff like the that. Scene happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of like Dex is a creeper. Dex is a creep. Uh, new guy sucks. Uh, <laughs> like, new guy sucks. Oh my, oh my god, Ray. Alright, I'm done now. Okay, cool. Um, well, this has been cool. Uh, I enjoyed... Yeah. Would you recommend Daredevil Season 3, Mark? I would. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Pretty pretty, pretty good consensus all around. 12 out of 13, 9 out of 10. That's, that's pretty good. That's up there. That's, that's really, really good. Dude, we're blowing Jeff's mind with fractions over here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> fractions. Uh, fractions. How do they work? Maths. Uh, Mark, what are you uh, looking forward to about this upcoming week? This upcoming... Extra Life. Extra Life. Uh... Red Dead Redemption 2 is in there too, uh, because of Extra Life, and I'm going to be playing that, but, but Extra Life is going to be a lot of fun, I'm looking very forward to that. Jeff, what are you looking forward to about this upcoming week? <sighs> Vampires. More True, true Blood. No, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys, um, I don't normally dress up for Halloween, but I'm going to dress up as a vampire this Halloween. What's up? I'm going to cover myself in glitter paint. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. It is. Love it. Yeah. Anything going on downtown? You and Sarah going to or something? Uh, we've got a fall fest going on. Uh, it's a neighborhood fall fest uh, at the uh, at the mansion. At oh, nice. Oh, let's go. Uh, yeah, you guys can go, actually. Are you haunted housing it? Uh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> there's there's going to be all kinds of fun activities. It's, it's like a, it's like family activities. There's a, a cakewalk. There's a chili cook-off. There's, there's beers for a suggested donation because um, we can't actually sell it. Right. Um... We are going to, we're going to raffle off some prizes and, and yeah. do some other stuff, but it's going to be a fun time. Taylor, what do you got going on? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, work. Uh, <laughs> wow, uh, wow, I know, wow. but I'll be finishing up um, <laughs> The Haunting of Hill House and a couple other uh, documentary shows that I am way behind on that I need to... Did you start salt, up on uh, salt fat? Nope, nope. I'm even behind on Chef's Tale, man. I'm way behind on some shit, so... Anyway, I'll get back into that. Um, also probably watch a lot of Halloween type movies. Yeah, Harry Potter. Potter. So Nicole will definitely watch all the Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> I think she's yeah. probably, she probably in bed slash asleep. I'm gonna yell yeah. out loud enough so that she can hear. Yes. Me. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. So um, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, here on the Popcorn Nerds podcast. Um, if you want to take the time, and if you love us so much, just rate us and review us on your uh, favorite post podcasting pasta podcast pasta your podcast listening platform. Um. 
Yeah. So our main theme is done by J-Mac of Fourth Quarter Entertainment. All of our artwork is done by the lovely and talented Nicole Yang. I am Taylor D. Adams. You guys can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Tay D. Adams. You guys can holler at Mark on Facebook, Spider Corner Games, and Twitter, Spider12587. Also, don't forget to donate to Extra Life. I'm going to put that link in there. Right? Yeah. All the links, it'll be on my social media probably for the next couple days, especially uh, going into the weekend. So yeah, so it's appreciated. You know where else you should put that? On your, on your blog. Oh. Also, there. There. Whoa. What blog? What blog? And, yeah, I need to do something with that. So thank you guys so much for joining us, and until next time, don't go changing.